time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hey, it's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. Wherever you are, you can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, you ready for an episode today that I think is going to be a really special and helpful one to folks who are trying to avoid making mistakes in their financial lives? Yes, sir. Let's do it, Walter. All right. Very good. We're talking about rookie mistakes that even experienced investors or savers tend to make. So even if you've been doing this for a long time, saving your money, investing, uh, it's easy to still make these rookie mistakes. And so on this episode, we're going to cover some of the top mistakes that we see people make and illustrate how to avoid them or how to fix them if you've already made some of these mistakes in your financial life. So let's get to the list, Glenn. First on the docket today would be people who have investments. That's great. But if you have investments with no purpose, we would categorize that as sort of a rookie mistake. Why is that? Yeah, well, Walter, I mean, you want to, I mean, obviously you want to have your money working for you, but you want to have it working for you in the ways that are going to be most useful to you based on where you are in life, right? And so it's very easy to kind of get caught up in fads or somebody said, I maybe you should look into this or you maybe you should invest in that or buy this product or whatnot. It's really critical that, you know, that you're paying attention to what are you doing and, you know, do you have, do you, are, are your, is your monies or are, you know, are they segmented to do different jobs for you, particularly when we're talking about retirement, right? You've got to have, you know, what, we, what we've called, uh, you know, retirement um, diversification, you know, I mean, at least from my perspective, I think that that's a real need. And what I mean by that is, is, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, you know, tax awareness and, you know, diversification in that realm. We've talked about timeframes and when are you going to need your money, you know, and that kind of thing. You know, obviously when you're, when you're in the saving mode and, you know, and you're, and you're saving for retirement and you're accumulating, you know, your nest egg, you know, that's one thing. Obviously one of the main purposes there is to, you know, is to grow it and, you know, have a rate of return and whatnot. As you get closer and closer to retirement, or maybe you start, you know, start you know, stepping into retirement, you know, we've got to think in more in terms of, you know, preservation and distribution, and you know, you know, and obviously we don't, we're not trying to give up growth altogether, but we again, we we want to be really focused and have a purpose there. One of the major things we've got to think about is, is you know, the, the changing landscape in terms of taxation when you move into retirement. Also, when you start when you start to move into retirement, at some point, you know, some for some people, it's you know, it's almost immediate. For others, it's it's a little bit later down the line. But you know, you're thinking in terms of you're going to have to start taking money out versus putting money in. So you know, we, we start thinking of income strategies, and you know, how are, how are you going to make that money last? That's something that you're not really doing when you're when you're saving for retirement. So you got to want to think in terms of, you know, are, are all the different things that are in your portfolio and there to, you know, to serve you in your savings vehicles, do they have a purpose behind them? Or are there, are there some things in there that you're like, you know, maybe, maybe I had a purpose way back when, you know, for that, but it, that, you know, my, my life has changed, my situation's changed, or occasionally some folks find themselves, you know, actually just kind of getting caught up and, you know, and things and, and they, and they buy something or they invest in something. And it's like, you know, they just, it, it didn't really serve any, any real purpose. It just was, you know, well, it seemed like the thing to do at the time. And, you know, you got to really be careful of that, like I say, especially when you're when you're moving into retirement. Good points across the board there, Glenn. Yeah, investments with no purpose can lead you in trouble for sure. And uh, that is uh, why we have it near the top of the list here. It goes hand in hand with the next one. 
And we talk about this all the time on the show, Glenn, but it's good to isolate out in this conversation about rookie mistakes that even experienced investors make, and that's not understanding risk. What do you think about uh, about including this as a rookie mistake even experienced investors make? Well, I think it's important, Walter, because you know you think in terms of a rookie or or you know a veteran, you know, and that, that kind of thing. And if you've been saving for a long time or putting money away for retirement for a long time, that means you're a veteran of you know, accumulation, right? But you're kind of beginning your you know your rookie season or rookie you know you know as as it were when you're making that transition or you're starting to reposition for you know for retirement and actually living in retirement. So so it's quite easy to make those kind of mistakes because it's you know it's like you you've been doing things for a long time you feel like you know what you're doing and you may well you may well have been doing a very good job at accumulation but again preservation and distributions significantly different than that and it's quite easy to you know to make mistakes around that you know and then one of the one of the easiest ones is in terms of thinking about you know you know your risk tolerance you know and and you know you may have a higher tolerance for risk in terms of the ups and downs of of, of your portfolio and the market and the economy and whatnot but when you start taking money out you you know versus putting money in you know I think most people are, are are aware of the idea of dollar cost averaging of being able to put you know when when markets you know drop or your you know the the value of, of different investments goes down and if you continually put money in and you're buying more shares at lower prices that can be advantageous but it's a wholly different thing when you're no longer adding new money like that and what you're actually doing is you're starting to draw money out and so now you actually have you know you can have reverse dollar cost averaging so the the risks are different when we start thinking about living in retirement versus saving for retirement and that's an easy rookie mistake to make because it's you know you're you've been you know, you've, you you kind of almost have you you know you have you've lulled yourself into or or different forces have lulled you into you know, thinking oh well I know what I'm doing here and it's you know you're starting to play a little bit different game even though you're in the in the same sandbox so to speak if that makes sense Walter it does. I like that visual. It makes a lot of sense, Glenn. So uh, again, we're, we're, you th- tend to think of rookie mistakes as things that people who are new to the game make. But there are some rookie mistakes, just like in sports, right? You often will have a veteran make a rookie mistake. That They'll sometimes mess up on the fundamentals, the foundational elements of playing the sport. See the same thing happen with investors and savers, even years into their experience of, of doing those things, still making some of these rookie mistakes. This one may be the hardest to shake, Glenn, because, hey, face it, we're all human. But another rookie mistake we've got to be aware of is emotional decision-making. I know we can sit here on the show together and talk, Glenn, and I, I pick up some great tidbits and information from you each week. And when I go to you know, make a change or, or do any sort of investing in, in my IRA or just in, in, in any general account that, you know, just for, on a personal level, I can take all this wisdom that we talk about on the show, and then when it's all of a sudden, you know, my own money that I'm messing around with, the emotions just all of a sudden start to go crazy. And it's so hard to stay objective and make uh, controlled decisions. You probably see this one pop up and, and bite people more than any of the others on the list, I would think. Well, I mean, yeah, there is certainly a tendency for that, Walter, right? Because, you know, people, let's face it, people are emotional beings, right? I mean, you want to be logical, right? 
And the reality is, is that, you know, most people are going to have some element of emotions in their, in their decision-making process. And that, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like you, you just have to be aware of where it's creeping in and, and, and is it an appropriate, you know, level, right? I mean, are you getting really overtaken by, by, you know, by the extremes, you know, I mean, there are times obviously when things are running away to the upside and there's, you know, there's an element of greed that tends to kick in. It's like, you know, for the vast majority of folks on the other side of the coin is, is, you know, when, you know, we, we saw, you know, all throughout last year and, you know, some turbulent markets that, you know, that we're even seeing some this year is, you know, it's just like, well, are you making decisions, you know, based out of fear, you know, and, and getting swayed by that and, you know, get, letting that emotion, you know, overtake you. And again, it, it really kind of comes into, you know, is your plan put together to, to be, you know, to have you be okay and be able to, you know, survive and, you know, and, and do okay regardless of what's going on in the marketplace. And, and that's a bit challenging for a lot of folks, you know, particularly, you know, when, when you're, you know, it's like if you're in retirement or you're just beginning to be in retirement and you're just kind of getting used to the idea of not having that, that regular paycheck, Right. And, and, you know, and, and now you're starting to think in terms of, OK, I'm starting to maybe maybe you've turned on your Social Security or maybe maybe a married couple, maybe one person has turned that on. And maybe you're starting to draw some money out of out a certain account or different, you know, different you know, things that can that can be you know, in, in different individual plans. But it's it's a whole different sense of, of, of you know, of well-being as to where your where your cash flow is coming from. And and, you know, you're kind of in a vulnerable spot when you're in that transition period or within a few years of it. It. And so it, 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 emotions can tend to really creep in at that at that point because it's like, oh my gosh, you know what it, what happens if you know things just like really go badly and you know and the and the markets don't recover and is is my plan in the right place and then and you and you know it, you can kind of see that happen and you sometimes even feel it happen but it's hard to get a hold of it and that's where it's helpful to have you know an advisor to you know kind of walk you through things and have a second a second set of eyes and you know a second opinion and and you all work as a team to you know to really make sure that you that you're not getting overtaken in either direction you know of you know being you know too excited about how well things are doing at some points and you know and and market cycles or you know it's like how you know how how the challenges you know might be might might be getting kind of getting the best of your emotions you want to really make sure that that you're keeping those things in check all good points here so far, Glenn. So investments with no purpose, not understanding risk, and making emotional decisions. Three big rookie mistakes even experienced folks makes. What about going after hot tips? Uh, we probably all pick those up from time to time from various people in our lives. Is that uh, an area where people wisen up over time, or you tend to still see people kind of chasing a little bit? You still see that sometimes, Walter, you know, I mean, it, it really depends upon the scenario and, and whatnot. I mean, I think that this is kind of a subset of the, the investments with no purpose, right? I mean, in a, lot of, in a lot of ways, it's just like, oh, well, you know, hey, somebody told me about this or I heard this about that. And, you know, and then it's like, you know, well, I, hey, I think maybe I should be involved in that, you know, to some degree and whatnot. You know, where I think that comes comes into play and where it sometimes it might be an okay thing to do is if you have an, you know, a, a, you know, you have that extra money, right? And I mean, there are some people who have, you know, let's say, for instance, you've got, you know, you maybe you have, you know, Social Security and, you know, both you know, Mr. and Mrs., you know, have, you know, have nice Social Security benefits. And maybe there's a pension or two or sometimes, you know, maybe maybe somebody's worked a couple jobs and there's a couple pensions there. 
you know, and when you've got and you've got the vast majority, if not all of your, you know, regular, you know, monthly expenses covered by reliable income that you already know is there. Well, in that case, I mean, some folks might, you know, might have like what we would call mad money set aside that they could, you know, you know, chase a, a few things or, you know, or maybe you know, maybe experiment and play a little bit, so to speak. But, you know, most people don't have that that little extra pot of, you know, pot of gold over there, so to speak, to, to be able to do that. And so you got to really keep yourself in check to make sure that you're that you're not chasing after things, particularly when it ne- doesn't necessarily have a purpose or it's not necessarily based on, you know, any kind of a planning thing. It's just like a hot tip and it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe you can make a quick buck, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, it's invariably, I mean, that that's, you know, you know, you're kind of playing with fire. It's just like, you know, high risk, high reward or, you know, high risk, you know, but maybe, maybe, you know, oops, you know, we, we maybe the reward wasn't so high, you know, maybe it went in the other direction, right? You guys got to be careful about, you know, chasing after that and, you know, in those kind of scenarios and, and, uh, and people are aware of them. Some people have engaged that and, you know, caught themselves, you know, making those mistakes. Other folks have, you know, have made kind of being able to, to, to watch somebody else make that mistake and learn from that. And, obviously that's a you know if you're able to learn from somebody else's experience you know that's that's very beneficial not everybody has done that or has the uh the the natural tendency to be able to do that but but you got to really watch it because you know chasing after things you know normally doesn't work out too well you know occasionally it does but you know again it's you know it's it's lower probability if if you will chasing really goes counter to the whole planning process that we talk about here so much on the show. So yeah, yeah, easy to see how those two don't jive. Absolutely. Uh, Last but not least, Glenn, let's talk about fees. If we're talking about rookie mistakes, well, when it comes to fees, we're usually talking about people just maybe not understanding the value that their fees are earning them or, or getting them or getting what you're paying for in a way. Just just misunderstanding lots of different things about fees tends to be something that pops up really if you're a new investor or even a seasoned one. Yeah, I mean, it depends, Walter. Obviously, I mean, you know, there are just virt- almost anything that you're, you know, putting money into, you know, whether it's financial products or investments or whatnot, there's, there's typically going to be some fees around it, right? And so... There are some things that have, you know, you know, relatively low fees, but then they have relatively low service and low, you know, they just are what they are, right? And, you know, and, and sometimes that's an appropriate thing. You know, I think, you know, particularly that kind of a scenario is, is you know, when you're, when you're in the, you know, the early years of, you know, of, of, you know, just you're putting money away and you're, you know, you're trying to, you know, just save and accumulate, right? I mean, that, that's in your, in your early accumulation years. You know, as you move more and more closer to retirement and you start Start to you know want to have more planning and you know and, and you're and you're taking you know basically what was you know as an account or accounts is is a nest egg and, and you know and saving for retirement you're you're wanting to then you know make a make a transition to to have that be be able to create a reliable income and and all the other things that come into play you know you want to have you know planning for you know, health care long term care legacy planning all of those things, we start getting into, you know, a variety of different types of planning. And so there's more expertise there and there's, and there's more to, to be, you know, to, to, that goes into the, uh, the putting together of that planning. And and so you're going to typically have, you know, a little bit more fee there. And again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just whether or not you're actually, you know, getting value for that. Right. I mean, you know, fees and absence of value are very expensive. Right. But I mean, if you're getting something for it and, you know, and, and, and there's and it's working out that way, you know. Then then it can be a very good thing. You just have to be aware and make sure that you're actually getting something for you know for what you're paying for. 
You with me, Walter? I'm with you. This was helpful, Glenn. Great layout of uh, five different common rookie mistakes that we see, even the folks who are well-versed in investing and saving for retirement uh, still make. And so if you feel like you're still making some of these mistakes or might be at risk of making this mistake sometime in the future, you can avoid these mistakes with having a solid plan in place uh, that helps you navigate around these different risks, these different concerns. If you don't have a plan like that in front of you, pick up the phone, give Glenn a call, and set up a time to meet to talk about getting one of those plans developed and in place and customized for your needs. You can do that by calling 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. You can also go online to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. Get in touch with Glenn through the website and uh, you'll be all set to book a free consultation. Just look for that button on the site and you can set up that time to visit. Glenn, thanks for walking us through this conversation today. Much appreciated, and we'll have another good episode next week. All right, Walter. Take care. All right, very good. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Podcast. 